Hey guys and gals, thanks for coming to our show. Here's some things we want you to know. A new service coming to Meltdown Comics, Moped Hero. $5 comic book delivery in Los Angeles. Serving Hollywood, WeHo, Bev Hills, Echo Park, Silver Lake, Midtown, and Downtown. A proud partner with Meltdown Comics. What it is, is basically what it sounds like. A dude on a moped going about Los Angeles delivering you your comics. Forget Amazon. Take up Moped Hero. Sign up at www.mopedhero.com or call 425-736-6476 and get those comics delivered via moped. The No Failure Anything Could Happen class on marketing and promotion at Meltdown University. Your project can be anything that you want to put into the world. A book, zine, toy, paintings, your dog, or anything else. All are welcome. The focus of the class is to reach the people who would like your work, and our goal will be to make it easiest for you to do things you'd normally find difficult. Details on the class. Once a week... For six weeks, Mondays from 7 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. The start date is February 22nd, 2016. This is an 18-plus age group. Prices are $30 per session. Contact moss at grayrainbow.com. Space is limited, so say hi soon. Attention, Meltcasters! Mention Meltcast inside Meltdown Comics and any variant cover is reduced to $5. Follow through with this exclusive deal today. to Meltcast, your place for comic book news and comic book reviews. I'm Aristotle. Hey, what's up, Meddy? And I'm no longer beatboxing, I'm doing mouth trumpet. Um, <laughs> if the beatbox uh, is meant to stay, then it's meant to stay, but uh, today it's uh, mouth trumpet. That announcement brought to you by Derek. <laughs> oh man, it's um, it's toasty up here today. Yes, it is. It's been toasty uh, for a bit now. Even though it was raining the other day. Yeah, it was nice. It, it, I feel like winter, L.A. definition of winter, only lasts two months. Yes. <laughs> like, I escaped the frozen tundra of Iowa, where winter, cold, 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 <laughs> cold winter lasts for five months. And I go, maybe I could do without those last two months. And then I move here, and I'm like, hey, I can wear layers for only two months. Yes. There was, like, a nice middle ground. Where it it would just be st- it'd still be cold enough for me to wear like a shirt over. Mm-hmm. That'd be nice. We're suffering. We're truly suffering right now. It's well, oh, man. We suffer the heat. There's yes, we so do. much heat for so long. For so long. I fucking hate it so much. Yeah, I hate the heat. Yeah. I would see people's posts. I can't wait for summer to come back. I'm like, like no, fuck get the fuck you. out of my face. I like this nice <laughs> breeziness. The, there's not enough uh, days at the beach when it's that hot. Yeah, that, you know? that's the other thing too. People are like, oh, I'm not going to the beach. That's that's it's when like, you don't notice that like, the, the ocean why? is actually like freezing. 
and awful. And I you hate always the beach. you, you also, just you just expect oh it's like 110 right now that means it's going to be great in the water and it is at 110. But well, again, mm. if you're going to the gross parts of like this coast all, near us, almost all most of, of them, it, mm. <laughs> like like a good 90 percent of it. That's. That's a larger topic for discussion <laughs> that involves some action on our part. Stop littering at the beach. Yeah. You assholes. Stop killing dolphins at the beach. Did you see that? I, I don't even have In fact, a follow up. Here's, um, here's a, a nice another little plug for Golden Road by, uh, oh my God, I don't remember what the beer is called, but the beer that supports Heal the Bay. Boom. Buy, buy the beer that supports Heal the Bay. Look it up. It's. Once you and see it, it's incredibly obvious. I just heal don't remember the name. It's called Heal the Bay Brew. <laughs> it's something like that, yeah. yeah. But uh, proceeds of every time you buy that IPA, it's an IPA, go Get to some Heal of that. the Bay. Uh, go on Pornhub. They plant trees for every video that you watch, from <sighs> that, what I've heard. Really? Is that really uh, from dude? what I've heard? That's, yeah. Have you conducted any follow-up? Oh, planting seeds? Yes, uh, <laughs> excuse me. I'd just like to make sure that you're actually planting the trees you advertise. <laughs> With sperm. Where did you see that? Those are the seeds that we're planting. We're <laughs> yeah. using sperm. I, I, I just go to Pornhub to watch the ads. And, um... The articles. Uh, look, I can say that at least I'm doing something for the environment. <laughs> By watching Pornhub? Yeah, what are you doing? Where do you find those, you know, just the not safe for work gifts on Reddit. <laughs> That's not helping anyone. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm finding out how truly very, empty of an existence selfish. that is. There's no sound. There's nothing. There's just me and my device. And I kind of go, well, this is better than, I don't know. That's how that exchange <laughs> then I don't goes. Then the Sears you're catalog. L- you're yep. less likely to get a virus. That's true. On your computer. Yeah. Or your phone hacked. There you maybe. go. It's yeah. just then the feed gets littered with If somebody with not hacks into work. my computer, then good, good for them. They're, they're going to find like nothing but like comics. Is that true, Eddie? That's for the most part, too. Comics and my sad resume. Where's the where's the margin of not truth? The just the <laughs> that my sad resume is in there. The top one percent of the one percent. One percent of the one percent of the two percent of the one percent. The thing is, like, why would I store porn in my computer if like it's readily available on the internet all the time? And do it it's, in like a it's top secret don't look girlfriend folder. No. Nah. It's it's there. Taxes, two thousand six. <laughs> incognito window. If you don't know how to use an incognito window at this point, come on. I don't, because I have nothing to hide. But that doesn't mean that I want big data coming in and... I don't know what that is. ...looking in my rectum. You know what I mean? You don't know what that is? The incognito file? Yeah. Yeah. Never heard of that. I wouldn't expect. It's a tab. You I feel like Aristotle has little to hide. Oh, you have a you have a, a Mac. Mac. That's yeah, why. Yeah, yeah. Can, can you remember, like, one time where you were like, I'm not proud of this. I'm going to try and hide it. Because mm, yes. I just think of you as very saintly. I mean, probably Aristotle. when I was 16. No. Yeah, what was it? Yeah, I was talking about this with Chris the other day. How uh, there's like such a sense of like, Saw down, yeah, yeah, like such a sense of like when you're a kid, like especially in like well, I, f- I feel when you're a kid in like an ethnic culture, it's very like repressed, repressed. Like, don't yeah. ask questions about sex. Like, don't, don't talk about don't talk sex. About it. Don't bring it up. And so, like. I'm gonna slap you if you do. Yeah, like you, like you watch those as a kid, and you're like, "Oh, that's what sex is supposed to be like. That's what like right. this like exaggerated like form of like." And then that's not what it usually is when you like have it for the first time, right. and it's like, "What? 
<laughs> Why wasn't there so much noise or yeah. juices or like sweating or, a funky or just bass. well funky bass? I can't I can't remember if I've explained it. The before. pizza man just delivered the pizza and that's it. <laughs> but I was I was really happy with my like semi sheltered development mm-hmm. just because I I mean there's ways in which it's not perfect because also white people don't talk about that shit sometimes yeah. And I think maybe maybe it's just a religious thing, in, or like a, a like, model of the times. Like yeah. we we feel like we're further out, but then we remember our parents, and we're like, eh, maybe you know, yeah. we're like one step away. So for me, it was I didn't really want to have anything physical mm. around as proof for them to find and just wave in my face. <laughs> so I like, I, why do you have this Victoria's Secret y- magazine under? Exactly, and, and, and it was like, I let's be honest, I have no better place to put this than under the mattress, which is the first place they'd look. So I was just like, ah, let's be realistic. No, I'm not going to have this here. <laughs> and then, so I, I, I thought maybe, maybe I can figure out the computer in a way that my parents can't, but like we just kept the oldest internet for like such a long time. Hey, well. Gotta, yeah, yeah, it was just like dial-up. It was the dial-up that was like dialing into the devil. Just, <laughs> and I was just like, no, I can't. I can't. Something about I can't even like when I turned the speakers off. That sound is still being made, and so I was just like, fuck this. I'm not gonna do that. And I and, and I uh, I just like used my imagination to fill in gaps of, of just logic about like what bank. what that was. Yeah, and and. Uh, <laughs> Would just use people from my hometown, um, women from my old town that were like 20, 25 years older than me because the girls, I just didn't think of that them that way yet. So that's probably it defines the psychosis that I have currently. But anyway, the reason why I brought this up because I thought it was positive was because when it finally came time for me to do the act, I didn't have any like false understanding okay. of it. Like there was no, there was no pre-conceived that if she's not making a noise like yeah. oh, then yeah. you, you're still probably doing just fine it's just people are different and they don't actually make those noises the same way you're not like oh yeah yeah you know what i mean uh so i, I was like why don't i have travel I, tattoos <laughs> yeah. why why is it that i don't have to like smash her face into the couch and she still enjoys Should it just fine on her face so so in a way i feel like yes i was sheltered yeah. there's probably some things where it's like hey definitely 100 percent make sure that you uh have protection on you yeah. don't don't think like well i'm just gonna abstain for the rest of my life and then it takes one question of like well what if i didn't and then you're like <laughs> <laughs> then you're like ruined um but i would definitely say like if you're young and just like stay away from porn you know what I mean? Just it just try not uh, to. Just ask questions. Or honestly, just try to ask as many questions as you can. Like when to, ev- yeah. to, to someone you have trust. no shame. Like, is it anything yeah. like this? And be like, no, no, it's it's not like this. You don't have to make them cry. <laughs> like so much of what's out there immediately. Like first, also talk for, to your partner. Yeah, <laughs> give into mutual interests. Yeah, uh, I think this is a good segue to Deadpool. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, Speak that's about exactly it. exactly what we planned. And talk yes. it out. Guys, that movie was fun. It was really fun. It was good. Um, uh, that, you know what's funny? Uh, I talk about the sex scene in Watchmen and how, like, I felt like that was, like, that went on for so long. And I'm like, oh, this is, like, no, the worst. What? But, like, the sex scene in, <laughs> in Deadpool? Or? No, no, in Watchmen. Oh. Yeah, I know, but, but I'm the sex scene in... in Deadpool was so funny. 
Funny, it, went, it went on for a long time, but it was so hilarious. Yeah, way like, longer than Watchmen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it was like really, it was like, it was just each like, time it was so the, much more exaggerated and like just the strap on scene. The, yeah, the, that pegging scene was so funny. It was, it was great because when we were watching it, um, a mother had brought her like 10 year old to the screening and we had a screening with the creator and he was like, Are you little cameo? sure you yeah. Want <laughs> and she's like, why? And he's like, oh, never mind. Uh, and then it happened, and I saw her, like, she had popcorn in her hand, and saw her, like, scrambling to put it down and try to, like, cover his eyes. Yeah. Shield your eyes! Yeah. It's, it's like, no, you're gonna have to have a talk about that later. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like we really should just enter an age where, like, it's like, oh, God, I gotta cover, I gotta cover the kid's eyes. Yeah. Because I can remember, I can remember that being said... Like about the films of the eighties, mm. or like any time a film was made where they're commenting on what it was like going to the movie theater, and it's like, oh, yep, the parents leaned over and and uh, covered yeah. our eyes. But I I can just remember that only happening once, really, in Titanic, Titanic like when I was a kid. I, oh. That's that's it. Otherwise, my parents were like followed up on it. They were like, eh, sh- should he be seeing this? And then usually we're like, ah, we're gonna wait or do something like you know. They didn't they didn't really. They knew it was like, let's see it first, you and I, and then if we want, take him. There, there was, I don't know, there, there was a lot of I feel like warnings out there of like, hey, don't bring your kids. To this. Oh yeah, like, really, don't bring your kids. Yeah, but at I the know same time, like, that, but really, don't all bring the kids your kid to this. love the comic, you know. Yeah. So how much is that? How much are they pushing it further than a comic? And if they're not, then what's the difference? You know. Yeah. Well, it's difference? still a good movie. Yeah, it was still a really uh, fun movie. The action scenes were great. The uh, it, it was probably one of the best Fox X- Marvel movies. Oh, Fox, yeah, the, like, it was X-Men definitively um, their best. Colossus. Yeah. I love the way Colossus was portrayed in there. Uh, somebody, somebody, because um, I haven't seen it. I'm going to see it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I know it's like a cardinal sin mm-hmm. not to have seen it by this point, but yeah, you're fine. It, it's a, it is a like busy time for me right now. Yeah. Um, I did manage to see. Uh, Hail Caesar. Ooh, how was that? Which it was I mean, really good. I really um, want to see that. It was it was it was fun. It was very Hollywood land, and it's them, you know, writing smaller love notes, not necessarily a, a whole love letter, but smaller love notes to different types of that like era of filmmaking. Because there was enough. There was like the musicals, and there was uh, the the romance and the different. Um, different films of that era um the the only thing that i i it it was just that was one film where i felt like oh they probably haven't shown me a whole lot in the trailer but Mm. because the movie is so josh brolin heavy and george clooney heavy they don't show as much of george clooney's actual like big scenes as as anyone else but all the other supporting cast like Channing Tatum and ScarJo and uh, Jonah Hill and even uh, especially um, Ray Fiennes. Uh, you almost see all of Ray Fiennes stuff in in the trailers. Mm-hmm. So I was sort of like, oh wow, that that was a more of a glimpse than I thought I was gonna get of it all because it is like a two hour movie. I think it was really short. Well, I mean, um, well, movies aren't these days. I'm I'm happy with that. I'm well, fine with. I think there's a lots of long movies of today, and I think they kept it short because that was of the era, 
was mm-hmm. the short the shorter films, except for the grand sweeping like Gone with the Winds and and movies like that. Mm-hmm. But that those actually didn't happen as as much as you'd think. Um, but yeah, it was it was it was really good. I'd definitely go see it. But I was surprised how much you see in the trailer. Uh, same same for Deadpool. Actually, I was surprised yeah, that I a lot of the jokes that. from the trailer are in the movie. I was expecting there to be like alternate jokes that they put. Uh, in there. Did you see that Batman Superman trailer? Yeah, I did. We talked about it when you were asleep last week on the podcast. The new one. Yeah, but yeah, share your thoughts. I oh, also no, I, just, I, I he talked about it, but I hadn't seen it, and now I've seen it as well. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I love the fighting with Batman in the beginning. In the beginning, mm-hmm. yeah. It's just—it's like a fighting out of Arkham. Yeah, that's exactly um, what Derek said. And now, and, and I also most, can't not see that. Like, it's the most comic book I've, I've seen him uh, in the thing. Uh, what's the Ed, cost on Magneto? Oh, the Ed, reason that we are um, Eddie's pausing being is Eddie is is being beckoned uh, to make a purchase on Magneto. Magnus, Magneto. Um, but yeah, I now that you saw it, what'd you think? I felt as like I, I wonder if I would have seen the Arkhamness of that fight if you had not told me. Had it, it, it didn't, like yeah, like it, yeah, it wouldn't have changed, like ruined how great that fight scene was. Right, I thought, like that's. I like that they took that because that those Arkham games, yeah. They're so gratifying. They're so gratifying. Like Batman I, combat. Yeah, I feel like they achieved something that no other other game had done before. Yeah, because it's like every time we'd seen Batman in um, comics, he's just engaged with so many cronies that mm. he can just leap and bound and hop over and distract and do and all the various things um, in the comics. Then they tapped into that really well, and I think in a gratifying way uh, in the Arkham games. Mm-hmm. And the way that was shot, yeah, was very... Um, I I think they gave us bites of that, how that sequence is actually going to go. Mm-hmm. Like, so, so, so we're talking, yeah, we're talking about uh, what you show in the trailer versus how it actually will go. It looked to me, the way that it was cut was like, there was serious ellipses, like in the middle mm-hmm. of that. Because it was really like, I hope it wasn't all of the cool moments of the sequence, but who knows? I know that when he punches the guy from standing and his face is in the floor in the next, like, tenth of a second. Mm-hmm. That was intense. That was good. And then when he just... He he hits the guy on the box, like, breaks his back on the box, mm. and then throws another person, like, just through scaffolding or something like that that was really good mm-hmm. there um pauline actually really loves batman like obsessed and it's funny just because i i always am curious what um across the pond like people is. actually like like yeah like i imagine with like you know grant morrison or alan moore number of them like that those heroes mean a lot to them too um but yeah she was almost like wow that's too brutal of a batman i was like really well, I feel like that's our, our Frank Miller Batman. Right, yeah. He's, like, incredibly brutal. I will say, though, that, like, I, I couldn't get a clear still, but there's a shot where either people are shooting up at him and he's in the rafters, and I'm not sure what he's doing. It looks like he's almost, like, shooting down at them. Mm. Which uh, I'm already hoping they really don't step over that line of Batman's and his gun use. Yeah. You know, because he's already been shown with... 
what I think is either a concussion or like a, you know, non-lethal gun. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just like a shotgun. I can... Every time I think of Batman with a gun, though, I think of... Um, I think it's the Dark Knight where he has that that gun that shoots out those little gummy explosives. Oh, yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah, that was great. And n- I don't think anyone took that as a, oh, it's a stepping stone towards him, like, us yeah, getting the, comfortable with him like, guns. The one time that he actually uses something like that, it's it's uh, it's a tool. It's yeah. not even a gun. Yeah, That's and he, great. like, just gets rid of it, like, right away. Yeah. It's, it's less about, like, anything at the moment of its use. It's more about when he needs to get out. Yeah. Um, which, yeah, that was... That was re- really cool. What um, what were some standout parts of Deadpool to you? Uh, I was kind of expecting... Well, obviously, it's funny. Lots of jokes. Lots of low-hanging fruit jokes. Lots of, <laughs> like, great jokes in there. Yeah. Uh, I did love how kind of sad and dark that they went with some of the stuff. Oh, really? Because that's what I really liked about uh, Brian Posehn and... Jerry Dugan, Jerry Duggan, right? Uh, their most recent run of like, it started off wacky and Deadpoolish, and then it got super dark. Was that the same? Heavy. Was that the same arc where he realizes, holy shit, like I've just been killing people? Yeah, and then like he yeah. like he he feels terrible about it. Yeah, and then he you know like that. I loved that. I I do want to read that arc because I like I think one of the reasons why I'm not as like fanatic as everyone else has been, is because I know I know it's tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. I play Mortal Kombat games, and I, I laugh and understand you can't just rip someone's spine out, but I still like it. And, and him as a figure that just happily like kills bad guys was so, always sort of on the fence for me, so I really want to read that arc. I, I will say, that's not quite where he's at in the movie. I would, I would love that to be in two. Right, but, right. I got uh, I got a feel. Yeah, that'd probably be a weird f- out the gate. Mm. That could come in the, the family's. Th- yeah. It was well, not even family. Just the his lady stuff uh, uh, and the torture stuff. Mm-hmm. I liked. Yeah. Of Deadpool. Oh. Yeah, we're like how dark it got. We we talked about uh, the trailer. It got, it, we talked about. It Batman, didn't get like, but. Yeah, Not like Deadpool. Yeah. It didn't get as dark as the run, but I like that they kind of touched that a little bit. Right. Um, <laughs> there's so many. There's so much comedy in there. This is so funny. Uh, I I said that there's a lot of like great jokes and a lot of like low hanging fruit jokes that I was like, eh, yeah, yeah, but that's kind of his style. Yeah. Yeah. What it's, about what about all the? How do you feel like this is for a Fox? Uh, like world building film obviously not going to be as um proud as like a marvel announcement yeah. but we saw an x x man an x woman you know in the suit um uh, which it, was pretty cool in, in an x men suit yeah which was my favorite thing yeah uh, she was great she didn't have too many lines but she's fantastic in it cuz she Michael Robbie was really good in it too was it is that her name? No, Margaret Robbie. Uh, oh, I was like, what? Harley Quinn and who uh, else? No, no. Uh, Gianna. Gianna. Yeah. Gianna. Uh, Karavna. Yeah. Wait, she's, who she's the woman I'm who can just names. beat ass. In... That fight scene between her and Colossus. Gina. Oh, yes. Yeah. That was cool. She was really I love the... She was, yeah. They, it was 
That part was funny, but yeah, it's yeah. it's just you'll, like, you'll know when you see it. Watching them like beat the crap out of each other, I was yeah. like, Jesus Christ. You get a real sense of yeah. like the They're the both heftiness. like powerhouses, yeah. yeah. Um Uh what I liked I really liked all the kind of inside like well the insidery jokes of like um the Deadpool toy. The Deadpool toy, but also like Colossus uh, when he's pulling him away, and he says like, "Which, which one is it? Is it McAvoy or or Stewart?" I get these timelines confused. Yeah, oh, like that was like, yes, yeah. thank you, fucking thank you. Gina Carano is her name, and yeah. she's great. She's very pretty and could still whoop some ass. Like, yeah, that's like her bread and butter. Is I'm not bad to look at, and I could kill you. I could rip your so head. So run with this fantasy as you will. Um, uh, how was how was TJ Miller? He was funny. So great. He made a joke though uh, about like uh, when they first showed up at the bar and they were like, "Oh, go watch Blade 2. or like go go to your midnight screen of Blade Two. And I was like, "Ah, Ryan Reynolds is in that movie." Yeah, I mean, d- what did they um, do anything beyond Green Lantern than just the "Don't put me in like green spandex"? Uh, one of them dropped like a, a card. In like the the beginning intro thing, yeah, that looks like a Green Lantern card. Who like, who did one of the like the bad guys? Oh really? Yeah, it looks like a Green Lantern trading card, but it's like really mm, poorly. Yes. Done. <laughs> okay. So good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry, right. we've all oh. agreed that it's a bad movie. Right. Mm. Yeah, I'm washing my mouth out right now, just thinking about it. Um, I will say, in terms of like other nerdy news. They did that thing where they like to speculate if somebody's actually signed on to play a role, and oh. they said that there's like some dude for I don't know maybe Green Lantern, but none of it oh, felt grounded oh. in anything. Who knows? I don't know. Sounds pretty wishy washy. Not really committed. I doubt it's actually going to happen. I don't think they really actually cast it at all. So Eddie, you can relax. You're getting really sweaty right now, I know, but you can just simmer down because I don't think it's true. I don't think it's factual. I who, think it's who did, who did they guess? No one's cast. No one's oh. cast. No who would you want them to guess? Um, right not now? not who was rumored. Who was rumored? Uh, Who's rumored? I don't. I, mean, we I don't just even look remember his name. Is the thing? He's the, more of a like theater actor. Mm, I don't know. It's like uh, I'm just saying we can look it up. It was David but, Attenborough or something like that. I don't know. Uh, well, I guess uh, in a similar train of rumors of who's being cast, my going back to Deadpool for a second, yeah. I think my favorite part was the after credits thing. That's, oh, the that Ferris so Bueller's Day but then thing? He does a Ferris Bueller's after credits scene. But uh, he also talks about like, oh, Deadpool 2? We're going to have Cable. And yeah. And boom. Which was... Wow, to just like straight out the gate? Yeah, just say like, yeah, he's going to be in the next one. And I was like, oh. I forgot. I was kind of expecting him to be in this one, even for a little bit. But no. Like, a, like an after credits thing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we have the book right now that is, like, currently flashing the um, Deadpool cable. I'm just looking off into the Uh, distance. I'm not looking at anything. Deadpool cable, like... uh, Split second. Yeah, of of Back to the Future cover. I feel like I've seen sort of examples, but how how iconic is that pairing of Deadpool and and cable? Um... Because they, they both were creations of... Yeah, Rob Liefeld. And mm-hmm. they both started in New Mutants, uh, Cable in 87 and Deadpool in 98. Um, 
they had a good long run together. Yeah, they had a they had a series together. And that that series is actually really great. Scotty Young did a bunch of like interiors in that um, towards the end of the run. Has Scotty Young always had his like little kid lens? No, of- uh, uh, he did a run on New Warriors that w- the characters looked a lot more animated. Mm-hmm. And then I think when he started doing the the like, I um, hate, I hate he, he like no no when he shifted he shifted style into that more like sketchy like. Um, art that he has for like the 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 little um, babies, I guess you could call them. Yes. Um, but prior to that, like he had like a more animated like uh, cartoon style. Okay, because I feel like his stuff is is great now, and like everyone yeah. just eats it up. Mm. But I I want to know how his like art style changed. Mm. You know, because I could believe that because anyone in comics that starts to want to do comics probably knows how to do the Kirby or the Jim Lee or whenever you like jumped yeah. in and then just goes, yes, but I like going this route. That's with a lot of, uh, I guess, younger creators is, is that when they start off, they imitate, imitate. Yeah. yeah. And that's how you learn or try to get an, an uh, a sense of like anatomy and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're getting cable. Not sure who that's going to be. So okay, so yeah, so the larger world building question. Um, I believe he's going to be in X Force, is what I've heard. Yeah, Yeah. it sounded like uh, it sounded like Show Cable and Deadpool two, and then give us an X Force film. Hmm. Which, what is the most classic Hmm. roster? Because I know the current, and I don't know. Um, Psylocke, Cable, uh. Domino, I think Shatterstar, I think, was part of the first uh, run of uh, X Force mm-hmm. characters. Um, there's been there's been a bunch of different uh, teams that have taken up that like that. Yeah, mantle. it's usually X Force is the team of of like mutants that gets things done that the regular X Men team doesn't want to get get their, their hands, hands dirty. dirty yeah, yeah. Um, there was a there was a run that Mike Alred did, which was like an X-Force run, but it didn't have any of those characters in it. And then they changed that book title to Ecstatics. So that was like one of the few runs that they did something like that, where it's like, oh, it's not like a X-Force book, but it's an X-Force book. It's X-Force book light. Kinda, yeah. It's like, it's just, it was just like a bunch of different like, it was like mutants with like the worst powers. <laughs> yeah. So, Gold Balls will be a part of that eventually. Yeah. <laughs> It kind of, kind of, it was kind of like stuff like that, yeah. Um, Speaking of teams, yeah. The rumors have now been set in stone. Kurt Russell is in Guardians Two. Kurt Russell's in Guardians Two. Yep. Tell me more. Uh, I don't know that we even know more than that. I just know that he's for sure cast in Guardians Two. I know that they've started. That's cool. Oh, I bet he's he's probably going to be Peter Quill's uh, dad. Peter Quill's dad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. that would yeah, be good. I could absolutely. Yeah, I was like that. He would be perfect. What? I just want to know if they're gonna go with like Jason. <laughs> no, he's Jason? like Jason of Spartex, and he's the asshole. Yeah, is he gonna Probably. be the? Is he I gonna mean, be the like upfront villain, or is he gonna be secret villain, or not a villain at all? Not even sure. I want to know. What as far the, as I know, I know what the. I want to know what the threat is supposed to be. Because they're not dealing with Thanos anymore, in like from what I've heard, like in these upcoming movies. 
Oh, really? I mean, they'll get to that. He's always just kind the of Guardians. been in the shadows. Yeah. Because Guardians, Guardians, Black Panther, Doctor Strange should have... Pro- but that's the closest after Civil War we're getting, right? To, mm-hmm. to Infinity Wars. Yeah. Or no, 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 that's next to come out. That's Doctor the, Strange like the, after... Yeah. Civil War marks the end of Phase 2 or the start of Phase 3? Uh, what what no, came out last? Ant-Man came I mean, out last, right? Yeah. yeah, that was... Okay. All right, that was the end of Phase 2. Now we're okay. Phase 3. Yeah, we're in Phase 3 right now. Got it. Phase Got three. it. Got it. <laughs> uh, Man, what a depth. More, more principal photography starting news. Star Wars 8. That's right. Boom. They gave us the true definition of a tease. Yes. Uh, but also, I'm, I'm really happy to have seen what we saw. It's continuing right, ap- right after the end yeah. with Ray and Luke. If you yeah. haven't seen it, fuck off. <laughs> um, but uh, he, doesn't, he doesn't throw those out liberally. He's, yeah. well, he's, I mean, you should have seen it right now. Come on. <laughs> but um, something that someone else had brought up that was a great question that was like burning me up inside is all of the Star Wars movies take years in between each movie. So, what would they have done with 8? Are we going to continue right after, or is it going to be years after Rey and Luke meet? And now I'm glad to see that that at least that's being filmed. We're going to see that. Oh. Yeah. Whether it's going to be a flashback or a start there, I don't don't know. I'm just glad, because I'm dying to know. What does Luke say? What does Ray say? What do they talk about? Right. Yeah, this would be the first, like, continued note. Because mm-hmm. uh, they always open from... They always do an opening of... A prologue. F- yeah, mm-hmm. the prologue, like, and then that transitions to... This to is a, what happened in the in-between. To a space shot. Exactly. Yeah. And in Force Awakens, it was like, oh, let's show this moon. Now let's show this big shadow on the moon. <laughs> um, which that was pretty good. I still love the opening of Revenge of the Sith, where it's just like, oh, let's oh, yeah. these two ships into a giant battle. Um, <laughs> I that, love that. That was, yeah, yeah. That, that was really good. And it was a good sequence, but we're not going to tiptoe back into defending the prequels. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd, I'd be interested to know. And then, and remind me again, the director we saw was Ryan, uh, Ryan Johnson. Johnson? Yeah. Was it? Okay. Because yeah. who is directing Rogue One? Um, Gareth Edwards. And have we, okay, that's right. And have we still gotten a clean version of the, oh my God, ah, like, Cloverfieldian, like yeah, of of Rogue One, no. like where they just show it being built up in the sky. No, I still haven't like even seen that. Stuff I think. On, like, yeah, Eddie showed me like, like on the tiniest like pixelated like in a in a space yeah. where it was shown. And Which I think really, it was one of the cons probably. I think they were like, yeah, let's just make it very clear in terms of audio what yeah. can be, and it was just somebody <laughs> be like, my God, ah, we're being attacked, blood everywhere. Yeah. It's pretty much supposed to be, oh, I think, almost like a Saving Private Ryan type of movie. Yeah. This is very concentrated on, like, the army. That'll be... The rebels. That'll be nuts. Um, that'll be nuts. Excited for all of it. So, that's some um, nerdy news. Well, uh, we also... I hadn't even realized how soon it was coming up. I know Batman Superman's next month, right? Yeah. yeah. So is March Daredevil 25th. season two. Yeah, March I, 18th. I had no idea it was that so. That, what, that's, what is uh, that what is Daredevil? So 
March 18th. Mm, trying to beat him to the punch, whatever. Not going to work. <laughs> but I was... That'll be... Because I feel be like I've month. been reading it long enough, reading, like, headlines of news and blah, blah, blah. That, yeah. But I didn't realize that it was already done. And so we get we get uh, Civil War in the summer, right? I think so, in June. Or is it August or, or July? May. Did you see the last trailer for Daredevil? No. It was really good. I'm, they showed a lot more Punisher in it. And I'm they just, showed Elektra! Yeah, at the end. I'm just... Very small amount of Elektra, but... Yeah. I'm just gonna wait. I don't mind. It's close enough. It's good. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited for it. It, It's funny because everyone almost says, yeah, that really looks like Punisher. It looks like they got Punisher right. And... I mean, we He looks psychotic! <laughs> I mean... Punisher is kind of psychotic. He's psychotic! He's kind of psychotic. I just good. let out a deep <laughs> I mean, there's been, uh, up to this point, was it Dolph Lunger, uh, uh, Tom Jane, uh, and then the guy after him. So there's been like three. Oh man, have I been under a cave? There's, of, a, there's a Dolph Lundgren Punisher? Yeah. Oh. He lived in the sewers. He was very. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're just. You're explaining this cheese to me that I haven't back in the experienced day. yet. Did you I ever watch wanna... the old Captain America movie too? I've seen bits of it, like <laughs> where he on steals a car. Yeah, which is like uh, okay, <laughs> yeah. okay, Cap. No, you rolled that way. Yeah. Mm. They, they made a joke about it in like the second in Winter Soldier. Where he's like, where Black Widow asks him, he's like, "Where'd you learn to steal a car?" And he just kind of looks at her. Really? Yeah. That's a hidden joke. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's also that, like, if we're going way back and we talk about Punisher, that makes you go, uh, and Cap, that makes you go, uh. there's like a, not Legends of Tomorrow, but like something uh, like like deep in the closet of, of DC. Yeah. Of that Justice League. Kinda, yeah. But it's not Justice League. Yeah, but it's League. not Justice League. It is like a Legion of Tomorrow or something like that. But is it? Is it like Flash in it? Because I remember saying yeah. like notable characters yeah. and Flash then, like, is in it. And Green Lantern is is like a Guy Gardner ish, but sort of Kyle Rayner like baby child that is in a blue outfit. <laughs> I, I was just like, no, I'm glad this never <laughs> came to fruition. It shows them all running at the camera with like smoke behind them. That classic, Oof, classic look. Yeah, of like, let's just, as a team, run to the camera. Which, don't get me wrong, when they did it in the Batman films, even like the oh, Schumacher the, yeah. stuff, it still excited me. It was like, yeah, here's a bat signal. Oh my god, they're running at me! <laughs> it was cool. When I watch it now, I'm just like, where are they coming from? Like, where are... The shadows, man. They live in the shadows. What is the that shadows. They're shadowed. The light is from within. Okay. Right. Okay. Uh-huh. Dude, I, I went deep into the dark web. And by dark web, I don't <laughs> mean dark web. I mean dark web that once you pass through, you get to the light web. I will show you the meaning of the dark side. That was pretty good. Han Solo. Ben Solo. I, I, didn't, I hadn't realized how, how great a distortion just putting my hands on the microphone would be. He's moody. I know. He's the true grandson of Anakin. Yeah. Yep. And and Han's just like, man, 
I really thought you were going to get some of my jeans <laughs> instead of just my face, kind of. I love Kylo Ren so much. He's such a good character. I think he knows a little bit more than he's letting on. I uh, think the character. Luke, I yeah. think Luke passed some oh, knowledge well. on to him that Ben's keeping a good poker face of of being like, yeah, I am sort of trying to make everyone think I'm just a potty bitch. And I'm not. I had a purpose the entire time. Then he'll probably be saying this as he's about to die. And in and, a, and Ray in is like, Snape oh man, way. yeah, and yeah, and if and I mean, look at him. What? I mean, look at him. He looks like Snape. He, he looks like Snape. He has the like very <laughs> tight in the chest yet flowy down below, like uh, black, like outfit. Yeah. And the long black hair and a big nose that's like gives some nasal resonance. <laughs> he's, uh, he's Snape. You look like Snape. Uh, I wasn't sure if I wanted to get if you want to get into this, we could just Do skip it. right over it. But how's uh, how's y'all's Valentine's? Oh yeah. Oh, you know uh, we were it. here. We came mm-hmm. here for the, uh, the karaoke. Uh, stalking dead. I didn't. No, know. not stalking dead. The karaoke thing that they did here. Mm-hmm. They did but it. stalking dead was going on at the same time. No, when I got here, when I got here was that was already over. Really? Because I went to do a Walking Dead uh, screen. Which, if you don't know what Stalking Dead is yet, it's a part of our XSN uh, network. Which, if you don't know about XSN, you should because it's the live feed that we have coming out of the store every single day, which is modeled like a QVC, but the nerdy version. Where we talk about what's available in store and what other merchants have come to us and said, yo, we have nerdy themed stuff that we'd like to sell. Sometimes they're completely sober. Sometimes they're not. And and uh, Twitch says, no more. Go away. That was a pretty prolific episode. Wait, what? There, uh, There's a portion of the shopping network that's called Drunk Shopping Network. And the two <laughs> hosts get drunk. I think they're doing it tonight. Thursday night. When I work here... And they always try and like summon me over. But you said like, Twitch. Said well, to go away. <laughs> Twitch, yeah, Twitch, because they were on Twitch simultaneously. Uh. Like they have their phone going next to them while they do the live feed. Um, Periscope is fine with us, but Twitch was not feeling it. Like Twitch, the company, uh, or they, just yeah, the fans they, of? No, 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 no. Twitch, the company. Oh wow. Fans, I think, were plenty entertained. Um, but yeah, so plenty, plenty, but yes, to go back to the original, uh, roots of what you asked, uh, my Valentine's day is always interesting because my mom's birthday is on Valentine's <sighs> day. Uh, so my parents came out here for her birthday. They stayed in we Venice. Them. Yes. They, they came in the shop. My dad took a picture with Spock, um, <laughs> and threw up. mother a, was very lovely. Yeah. She's, she's a great woman. She reminds me of Martha Kent in the like. Superman for all seasons, like, <laughs> aspect of it. Um, but she's also got some gristle, too, to her, because she wanted to go go-kart racing, which we did. Oh, yeah. Did you yeah, so we came in, and uh, my mom's like, where can we go go-kart racing? And I just look at Eddie, like, answer the woman's question. <laughs> and uh, and he recommended us to Speed Zone, which is in City of Industry, and we yeah. went. And it was, it was a pretty good wait for the go-karts, but, you know, I was sort of observing the track. And yeah. I've gone go-karting, like, a few times in my life, and I just learned that when you go, you just floor it. You don't do any finesse. You yeah. don't do any let off and put the brake or no. That's just unnecessary. Just pedal to the metal. Anything less than flooring is a little too slow. Yeah, and just just steer, just steer. Like they've built the track, so no one's gonna it's, die. Um, it's strange. I don't know. I've never found the 
appeal in go karting, I guess, because I'm like, I can, I, I've got a car. <laughs> I've got a regular. You can't drive like that. Yeah, but you're low to the ground and you feel the wind and okay. you get bumped a little bit sometimes. All you right. know that that's the appeal. And so when I went, um, it's Valentine's Day, so there's probably more couples like yeah. like driving together than there usually would be, but. Um, I knew there was no chance in hell that my parents were going to couple up. That yeah. my mom's like, I want my own, and then my dad would be like, Good, because I I do too, but not in a like, uh, and we're going to get a divorce tomorrow yeah. or anything <laughs> like that way. It's just they wanted their own. Um, but Pauline was kind of like, I don't know if I can, and so I don't know if I can handle the like getting bumped by everyone and going fast. Yeah. So. She, She's like, I just want to ride with you. And I was like, that's probably better than like my driving by myself because she gets to be passenger to me flooring it. Did you feel like Ryan Gosling? Well, that, yeah. I mean, <laughs> every day jacket? of my life, I feel like that. No, I didn't bring that with me. That's downstairs in the green room. But anyway, I was flooring it and she was petrified the entire race she was smacking my arm and I just wouldn't let up on, on it. And there was a point where we were going through every turn and somebody had hit the wall. And one of the, like, attendants was pulling them off so they could straighten out and yeah. then, like, go back on the track. And everyone kind of slowed down. I just went around them and kept driving. <laughs> and my dad... Not my problem. My, my, my dad was just like, well, I stopped for them, so, like, technically you didn't win. And I was like, there's no winning. I just <laughs> destroyed everybody. It wasn't even a race. I was just moving we faster should, than... We, we should make sure that this person's okay. No! No, no. Forget about it. There's room? Okay, there's room? Okay. Even for my double wide? Great. I'm going. And uh, and there's just always that, like, that small distant fantasy you have where, like, if you're just tearing it up on the go-kart race, there's, like, some, like, ex-NASCAR guy that's just sitting there like, my God, I've never seen anyone go this fast on this track. <laughs> Get that boy over here so I can talk to him. Not about sex stuff, about car stuff. <laughs> why, why would it that, be about sex stuff? Well, because as I was seeing it, I realized how creepy it sounded. Okay. Um, But but I went in it with, with the intention of it's yeah. not creepy. It's like they actually want me to race for money. But, but something about the phrase, get that boy over here, oh, sounds yeah. not. Anyway, I self-edited. Yeah. I get you. And somebody laughed. At home, <laughs> not many, just one or Eric two people. Slotted. Yeah, see, already sitting next to me. Um, we, yes, Eddie, you're you're showing me your very lovely background on your phone. Several yeah. stars on that phone um, to notify the time. So we should move on to picks of the week. The picks of the week. Books. Eddie has one. Uh, yeah, I, I was only able to read one book this week, but uh, I read uh, *Parman and Iron Fist*, which I see which I brought up as well. Um, you want as a reference? Sure. Uh, did you read it? I did. It's fantastic. I, I the dynamic of this book, as opposed to to the books uh, of that they were in prior, like of their old team up books, right? Um, their old series. Uh, it, it's just interesting seeing them age. Like they age a little bit. They age them a little like, bit. Um, yeah, I mean, Danny Luke, not so much, but definitely power. Danny not so much. D- Danny, yeah. this this book, Luke Cage, uh, which has fantastic art by uh, Sanford Green, I believe his name is. Um, yeah, Sanford Green and David Walker, who just wrote a fantastic book. Um, 
Danny's that kid who didn't want to grow up and his glory days were in high school and he's like, let's do that again. A little bit, yeah. And Luke is at this point like, hey, man, like, I just... I got a family. I got a family. I've got, I want to go home to, to, to Jessica Jones. Yeah, and, making and, sure and everyone knows it's and, Jessica like, Jones. I just want to do that. Like, I don't want to, like, go yeah. do the superhero stuff again. Like, we're I'm past that. Like, it's... It's, it's funny because it's I, not who we are anymore. I I always knew him as that um, that black exploitation era. Yeah, Luke Cage. You well, know, he was in charge of the new Avengers for a while uh, during a Brian Michael Bendis run. Yeah, um, and that was really good too. And then he was in charge of the Thunderbolts. But yeah, um, the run that that Brian Michael Bendis had him on was really good. And then seeing him in this, but he's always been uh, a mean, like tough guy. You not know, with, with not the mean. Side, he's just like very uh, stoic, almost. Like yeah, he, he doesn't like. Need and to I mean, say a mean lot, in so. like a not an actual that yeah. person's being mean. I mean, like a mean mother. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that type of stuff. And and it's funny because in one panel they explain why he's kind of kind of still talking with his like jive yeah. cadence is because he's censoring himself. For his kids, yeah. So she's um, the 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 kid is swearing at the top of her lungs, and they obviously censor it in the comic. He says "fiddle faddle" instead of "fuck." Yeah, <laughs> to it's to really funny. to cover it up. And and Danny's like, "What what's this about?" And yeah. they just do the one like panel flashback of like, "You need to quit the swearing." Like Jessica Jones is telling him, "It's like, oh man." See, and that was great too. Like it's yeah. and then watching them roll around in his like van. Yeah, like that was the car that they were like driving around. Yeah, <laughs> like, and Daddy's like trying to like reignite this like, hey, like let's be heroes for hire again. Hey, let's do this again. And Jessica, which I feel like she'd be like, yeah, it's fine. Like, go do your thing. Uh, is just kind of like do do whatever you want. And Lucas is like, no, no, like I yeah. gotta think of you and the baby now. Like this is this is who I am now. Like this is the choice that I've made. Like. There's no going back that way. Yeah. It it was definitely a very interesting step that they took with, with Iron Fist in terms of playing off of Luke. Yeah. Uh, because Kale Kyle uh, Andrews' mm. run of him it, of Iron Fist was brilliant. And, uh, Is that the I, one after the Brubaker Refraction run? I don't know if it was immediately after, but yeah, it was It was a part of Marvel now. They only got to like two trades oh, yeah. before like the Secret Wars oh, thing I I like, set it off. I didn't read that one. The art the living and weapon, the, right? yeah, Living Weapon. Did you ever read the, the Fraction? Uh, I started it, and it was, I think it was like, it's like three pretty thick like yeah. trade paperbacks, right? It's I think I got really through good. He, the second. I don't know that, if I read the third. He did that run with uh, the same artist that he did... Um, um, Hawkeye with yeah um isn't it like David Aja oh yeah um but that was that was fantastic it, um I didn't, I didn't get a chance to read the the one that you're talking it's, about yeah it's only two trades and it's it's really brilliant um I felt like it got shortchanged yeah um for Secret Wars because he was getting into like some really cool he's always been like a really interesting character like Iron Fist for some reason or another, he like gets upset and severs the connection he has to the dragon. Yeah, himself, and then he like meets up with somebody that is like, "Well, I can make you sort of Iron Fist again with like machines." And yeah. there was just just this very like cool organic versus like mech like hmm. side of things like i'm gonna actually make you an iron fist like a living weapon yeah uh versus like just naturally becoming that 
um, that I felt like yeah got a little cut short because of Secret Wars. He was he was doing an amazing job, and there was like some just really awesome stuff he was doing with like scale and everything hmm. in in. Because there's a flashback where he's like tiny Iron Fist. Yeah, banana and, for scale. And what? Banana for scale. Yeah, <laughs> banana for scale. Tiny little banana holding Iron Fist versus like this giant monstrous like they called him the One and like and like when he was a kid he watched like the biggest opponent he would have to face in his life like as a kid he saw and they sort of like had him um, so it's it was really brilliant and I I felt like there was nuance and he was more of a brooding mm. iron fist than this and i and although i like it i think it's a really good pairing um it's probably one of the best team up books right now i i liked it a little more so than uh spider-man deadpool yeah uh, but that's because the two are so clear in this in power man and iron fist just because of their polar opposite nature whereas spider-man well, deadpool it's just because both and, of them are in such different places in their life too yeah, in this like exactly it's just I feel like there's so much more that they're going to explore in this that I, I'm excited for. We talked about um, how many smartasses are going to be in the Marvel Universe when it's like all said and done before. Mm. And that I hope that Iron Fist can be something different than like yeah. the smartass Spider-Man, the smartass Deadpool. There's different... Pers- it's feel, I feel like... Smartass Star-Lord. Like usually with Iron Fist for the most part. I mean, in, in, like I said in that Fraction Brewbreaker run, he was like very focused and yeah. like he needed to like complete these missions and like right. th- like there was he almost always seemed like he had a sense of purpose with everything he did right. and and um uh not I wouldn't say brooding but he was like he was a lot more serious. Yeah. Um, I think in the standalone that makes sense. I just I probably it's probably cuz I don't know the heroes yeah. for higher side of Iron Fist. It's 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 different. It's because I mean, think about how you get sometimes when you're like around certain friends. Yeah, like or you, you're, you're with you're the like, group. Yeah, you're you're that yeah. like that guy sometimes. Like, yeah, you know, you you act like I, that I person. I feel like I am that guy. Yeah, <laughs> I can relate. But I mean, like, yeah, that's and that's how I feel. It is anytime like they write a book with with them together, or like he remembers that moment in time, and he's like, oh, cool. Like I can be, I can be like wacky Danny. Like I can be like. Tiny digression, but when, as we talk about like that guy that's like looks mm. back and is like, man, that was a great time. Let's like yeah. bring that back. I like there's something about like when I first moved out here. Um, I think because when I was in college, I would get like drunk and I would be like, I would like unplug from whatever social function it was yeah. to call somebody who wasn't there and try and like like in a like a way just like include them, them into in, yeah. what I was doing and. There was a point where I was like, man, I've made a lot of drunken phone calls. <laughs> a lot of drunken phone calls. Um, I was just like, yeah, I really miss you. It's cool. Like, it'd be really cool if you're out here. I'm having a lot of fun. But it's just like, not the same. I kind of want you out here, you know? Yeah. And then that, like, stopped. Because I think I, there's just that point where it dawns on you. It's like, oh, this was funny, like, the first two times. <laughs> It's not cute anymore. But it's, yeah, it's something about when you're drunk and you're like, no, I just have to be a hundred percent honest. <laughs> and they're like, all I'm the trying time. to like, sleep so I, I can go to work exactly. tomorrow. And they're being honest too, and they're being very nice. So I haven't done that a lot. But I went to like a so when I befriend a lot of people who are older, or if I like a, a, as I'm dating Pauline now, 
Um, she's she's older than me, oh. and so her friends are older than her. There's like sometimes the gap can be pretty spread, and I've just like gone to like a couple parties now where s- somebody else does that version where like when it's me, it's cute because it's like oh I miss you. I'm not sad, but it's just like I thought about you, and now I have to tell you, and I'm drunk, and you're probably a little annoyed. I realize that like like 20 years, like those people who've just like kept that up is sort of like. Yeah, I'm just really unhappy with my life, and like they just like lay it on you like right away, and you're like, oh, <laughs> oh. I just came to have a good time. Yeah, no, no alcohol does well. make everyone honest, and you just like yeah. hit me with the truth bomb. Yeah, um, yeah. I uh, then it then when somebody's that honest, and you just go, oh, you know, I thought it was bad. I got a parking ticket. Yeah. Like. <laughs> That sucks because I'm gonna have to find like where that the eighty three dollars you yeah. know what I mean is gonna come from. Um, but there's no like like I enjoy my time and I'm I'm feeling okay yeah. at the moment. And so it it's just sort of like you get hit with that. I don't know. I did some <laughs> wandering there, but like I feel like it's such a inter- when people get drunk, even if they hit me with like the hardest thing, I. I almost appreciate the honesty that's like going into it. And it's like, man, how could it be tweaked to be like, Hey, you're better now. Yeah. You know? Anyway, that was my digression of, of iron fist as that guy. And maybe like, I've been that guy and then seeing another guy down the road and be like, I don't know. Well, there's a thing he's the, that Luke says to him where he's like, um, he's like, Oh, Jessica, uh, uh, Danny tells the goat, Jessica doesn't like me. And he's like, no, it's just, she likes you in the way that I like you. We appreciate, we like you when you're silent. Yeah. And he's like, oh, like, do you, like, am I annoying? And he's like, no, we just appreciate your silence. Stop talking. Yeah. Like, just, <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. cool. Just shut the yeah. fuck up from time to time. Yeah. Like, just, just now and then. Come yeah. Um, but it was great. It was a great book. Number one issue just came out. Um, I think we already sold out of it because uh, yep. it's so good. Yeah. And like I said, Sanford Green killing it on the art. Just but we have awesome. uh, we have one copy left because I'm I brought back the store copy. Yeah. So so you could be like, ooh, this is cool because also this, Derek read it and talked about this issue on Meltcast. So come on in, put it on your pull list, and get number two. Yes, yes. it's great. Uh, we can probably go back and get yeah. that one too. Yeah, if you're interested. Yeah, we can still get that, but you got to be a pull customer. It's a good book. Which oh. the benefit for being a pull customer with Meltdown Comics is you get twenty percent off new issues and ten percent off collections and mm-hmm. trades and toys Dope. and stuff. And you don't have to show up and go, "Damn, I missed that issue." We set it aside for you. Pull list Meltdown Comics. We got your back. What was your book? My Aristotle? pick is actually five picks. Bum, 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 bum. Oh, could that be a collection of sorts? It is. It is. The Godzilla and Hell Trade. Oh my uh, gosh! Finally collected into one beautiful trade paperback. Which is that your collection that Eddie just helped himself to flipping through? Yeah, well, it's the stores. Like, I already, already own it. Okay. This is, yeah, this was here. Uh, but it's it's our tale of Godzilla and his adventure. His, through his, hell. His travels back to through life. hell. Yeah, well... I don't. I would like to know what they're gonna go if this was just like if this is it done or if they're gonna do a purgatory and then paradise, which I can't imagine they would. But I feel like he came back to life because he, he like came out of this water. But maybe I mean I mean the water could be purgatory of just maybe we'll see nothingness. Yeah, that's true. Okay, I 
this is what happens when you have parents that are like, uh, just treat people the way you want to be treated. I like so many people have been like Godzilla in hell, and their follow up was like, oh, is this Judeo Christian hell? And I'm like, well, does it matter? And they're like, well, it, it would because <laughs> Tell then them it's like Dante's hell. Yeah, yeah, it's like then it's like purgatory, and then it's paradise. Yeah. and I was like, oh, how does everyone know like these three steps? I was like, oh god. I was like, I, I don't know. Well, I just I feel like it's so ingrained in in. Like mythology, like yeah. Especially like, it's, and it's used so much in different like aspects of, of, of yeah. The entertainment, the, the classic like storytelling. I just I felt I was I was like, man, everyone knows the like three everyone steps. knows either like the fiery devil hell yeah. or the three steps. You know yeah. um, <laughs> what I was thinking when I was um, uh, rereading it the other day because I was going through it uh, uh, when when we got this one in. Mm. Um, do you remember at the end of the first Godzilla movie? The first, like... The black and white one? Yes. He dies. He dies. Oxygen bomb. Skeletal I think Godzilla. This, I, I, I want to believe that this is that Godzilla. That'd be cool. Well, I I would also like to believe that, but then he hasn't he hadn't faced any of these monsters that are also in this book. Maybe that's, he, that's where he meets them. That'd be cool. That's true. You're right. Like visions of the future monsters. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. I was just... Oh, well, that's... No. Uh, the book's great. Uh... I feel like I've said it plenty of times now, but I'll never stop saying it. But I love James Deco. He did the mm-hmm. first issue. His art is the cover. I would have loved if he did all of them, but we also got a lot of other great artists in here. And yeah. God. It's a fantastic book. So good. I really like the ending where he climbs up the mountain. You'll see what oh, I mean. Yeah. It's not really a spoiler. But it's a super easy to read because there's very little to read. It's very fitting, it's, too, that you made that the pick of the week when you have the famous monsters, oh, Godzilla. Yes. And I, I think the artist who did that did is, one of the uh, uh, one of the issues think, in there. Right? Is it Jason Edmondson? Is that his name? Yeah, I think so. You guys are so much better with names than I am. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I might be able to you guys pronounce with, them. You guys are better with, like, uh, like actors and movie people names. Yeah. Like, I, I don't. I'm just like, oh... That guy who played that one guy in that that one movie. Thankfully, oh, you know. <laughs> thankfully, uh, comic books and movies are like intersecting, and that yeah. way it's like, oh, okay, I can bring something to the table because otherwise, it's just like <laughs> it's, so so little comic book authors I know. We were wrong. It's Bob Eagleton. There you go. Okay. Uh, I feel like we probably get these names mixed up for the same reason, and that's because they both do Mondo posters. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. Regularly. Which did you get the Godzilla? I have one. I they have like five or six. Mm. Do they Godzilla Mondo posters? Yeah. Mm. Uh, there's some that like goddamn. I wish I had. And then I really like the one that I have now. It's just when I look at it, it's the one where he's going through um, Grand the, Central Park. Yeah, the blue one, right? The blue one, mm-hmm. or I forgot because they had two versions of they it. A red one. Where he's coming from left to right. But do you frame them? Yeah, I have. It's framed in my my little hallway. Where do you go to, to frame uh, your model posters? Because Gaston gave me one uh, from Man of Steel. Oh, he was just yeah. like he was like, oh yeah, just have it because it was a, it was gifted to us from uh, Rad Nerd. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you can go to Target and buy frames. Because yeah. I imagine it's probably like thirty six by twenty four. Sounds about right. Uh, Target or Aaron Brothers or Mike. Everyone always says Aaron Brothers. That's definitely yeah. where you go to custom make frames okay because you always get shit on sale yeah but michael's has frames too michael's um, walmart even michael sometimes has like uh, i just I'll forget, sometimes get I, like i forget those places exist yeah. in yeah. la 
I forget that. I really do. Uh, so that's why it's so easy to it's go to Target. It's, they're they're not like in the city. They're like out. Like you have to like right. go further mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Like, see, when um you live in uh, the vast expanse of like corn, yeah, mm. um they set up those pretty easy. Yeah. It's like where's the where's the um outskirt of this like incredibly small town? Where's the one Target? Great. We have? So in well, the entire oh, no. state, <laughs> no, no, Target's completely okay with living in the center, but yeah, Walmart is like, we'll just like be on the periphery of the entire town. That way, we just swallow them. <laughs> um, yeah, that's more their tactic. But uh, my, it's not even an issue because I love the poster, but it it bothers me inside a little bit. Mm. Is that I'm pretty sure. Most of Mondo's posters are for a specific movie and will have, like, a little section of the credits of, like, directed by blah, blah, blah. Like, a regular poster would. This does not have that. Yeah. And... This, this was just, like, an uh, It's just, poster, like, Godzilla poster. poster. Yeah. But it's in New York. And there's only, like, one Godzilla that takes place in New York. Uh, that's the one Godzilla that everyone's that like. Uh, it doesn't yeah. look like that Godzilla. Yeah. But, I mean, he's still in New York. And that's what's... That's what, uh... Like, Did he no. not? He didn't in uh, Gareth Edwards. No, that's San Francisco. Oh uh, well, that would yeah, that would well, make more. I sense. mean, I think in Final Wars he fights about that Godzilla in, in New York. In New York, but still, like that's uh, that's such a small part. Also, did you ever wonder how he travels around so quickly in that one? Like he is like all over the world in that one. Mm. Like there's that montage where he's just fighting different <laughs> monsters. Is like a. Uh, to that some forty one song. Oh no, I was gonna say in South Park. Um, what's his name? Oh no, Russell Crowe fighting oh, yeah. around the world. Oh yeah, it's pretty much like that. Yeah, <laughs> but to a some forty one song. Making movies, making yeah. some men fight. Oh, music fighting around the, the world. world. Yeah. I. What is I? <laughs> that just makes me uh, think of Randy when he's like, "You want to go? You want to go? Uh, what is your final pick?" Uh yeah, my final pick is Superman American Alien number four, which um, this series has been getting progressively better. I feel like with each issue. Yeah, I um, I I will fully admit something about just the relaxed nature of like I'm Superman on a boat of the third one. Yeah. I didn't read that one, um, which I should. Um, but it was it was something about that. I was like, I don't know why. I think I can just skip this episode mm. or this uh, excuse me issue, but. Superman American Alien number four, I was like, even though the cover is also, like, I just think the covers are strange for the content inside, because it's like... It looks like like a Doctor Strange cover. Yeah, it's like... I Really, honestly, after I I get done... Like, Green Arrow... Yeah, after I get done explaining this, you're gonna be like, oh, what is that cover? Because it it just doesn't make any sense, and Max Landis is actually writing a really good story. Um, And inside the, um, the, the, the narrative, it's just so... It's such an interesting, like kind of one-shotter, I thought, of uh, Superman gets the opportunity to interview um, three... There's, like, going to be a big meeting of three historical... uh, or A historical meeting of three capitalists in the DC universe. And it's Lex Luthor, Batman, uh, Bruce Wayne, and Oliver Queen. So he starts off with Oliver Queen, and he's, like, in a helicopter with him. And it's a very good, like, almost, like... Like Superman's drifting in almost a Forrest Gump way. Like he's just like going through life, and the next plot point happens, and then the next one, and the next one. In a way, you're like, I buy all of that happening. Yeah. So 
he's he's with Oliver Queen, um, and Oliver like mentions like he's like I just feel like what's gonna happen is I'm gonna have all this fortune and I'm just gonna dry it up because I don't want it and I want it to go to so many other people and yeah. I don't really want to be bothered with maintaining my fortune. I want to be on the streets and doing the highest possible good that I can. Yeah. You know, whereas Batman, I don't know if it's because he just relies on more gadgets or what. It's a sort of like Batman wants to, I don't know. Ollie is, maybe it's Ollie wants too much to be in the spotlight too much that he is like, I want to be doing good in the public eye and at night too. Um, that he just doesn't believe he can like focus on the finances where I feel like Bruce Wayne is like, I don't even want to waste any time. I'll just be a myth as the Bruce Wayne figure and as the Batman figure. Um, and so he, he gets an interview with Ollie, um, then moves on to Lex and Lex basically there's like this cool panel where I turned right to it. Um, he's just holding up his hand to Clark and he, and he says, you want a quote? I'll give you one. People aren't important, not as a whole. Everyone runs around like they've got a big S on their chest for special. But the actual gift of genius, of work ethic, of aspiration is rarer than a white tiger. That's why you see people throughout history rising above the masses. Those are the changers. Those are the doers. You are not important. You are not. I am. And he's just a dick. Just a hundred percent, just a dick, and just talking about how he is better than the rest of the That's world. Very uh, was it Fountainhead? Yeah, like the, the ideology of like not the like the the single, not the the whole. Right, right. Um, and that's basically what he's saying. There's another conversation they have in a elevator that's outside, overlooking uh, Metropolis. And he says, everyone talks about the problems of tomorrow, the apocalypse of next week, but whatever happened to the man of tomorrow, why are we so convinced there aren't those among us who could maybe solve these problems that seem so insurmountable to the pseudo-intellectuals who pose them? I thought it was a brilliant way of sort of defining our, our climate right now and, and one of the like pitfalls of, I feel like, our generation. like Our generation, in a way, has acknowledged climate change on a level that our parents just don't want to like it's too much to try and take on yeah towards the end of their life you know what i mean it's just too much it like they in a way they possess more willpower than we did yeah. or that we have um and then it just falls short right at the end they just don't want to like think of about about a number of things that need to happen and this is like positing that where is the people of our generation that truly are like looking in in a like futurist way hmm. of like what's the problem that we have so where do we connect the dots like where are the people that are actually going to make that happen and not just be like well it's kind of inevitable right because i just feel like that's a, a thing of the generation of like oh we're just doomed like i might see the apocalypse at the end of my life you know yeah. what i mean and that's not true if we figure <laughs> it out if if we if we are proactive in it, we could figure it out. And I think it's interesting because it's Lex saying this to Superman, where are the men of tomorrow? Because he hasn't really like fully embraced that he's Superman yet. Like in the very beginning of the issue, he's telling his mom, like, Yeah, I'm not flying. I'm not flying, you know? Yeah. And uh and he's like, Oh, I don't have money for bus fare. So he doesn't cheat. He's like still just not using his powers yet. 
Not quite. He hasn't embraced that side of himself. Right. Mm. And um, and this is also like a really pivotal issue for uh, Lois because it it they have a a panel where he thinks he's going with uh, Lewis Lane because um, they're both students at this point um, yeah. and they're getting these oppor- the, this like internship to sort of like prove themselves as like journalists and um, she's she just has like an almost write up of why like her bar is set so much higher of what she has to prove um, in the workforce, which I thought was brilliant. Um, And it's just like a, like a article like next to her, like her character design in this uh, explaining all that. Yeah. The paneling uh, in this seems very uh, interesting. It is. It's uh, it, it, it plays with scope. It plays with, um, uh, it it highlights the importance of a lot of things, like a clench of a fist from Lex, um, like him holding up a hand. There's just like, there's just there is a good deal of nuance that's happening in here. And the very last thing that um, they they build up into in this issue is the interview. He doesn't get necessarily directly with Batman. He kind of does in a way later, but he uh, talks to Dick Grayson. Oh, and you get basically. Dick picks up on something. He was like, hey, how did you know my name? My badge is not shown. Yeah. It's in my pocket right now. And Superman lies. And then he's just like, I'll give you an interview if you can tell me everything in my pocket. And while Superman's thinking about it, um, you get Dick basically saying, "Um, come on, Grayson, focus. Smells like smoke, doesn't smoke. Took Metro this morning. Hair short. Slightly uneven cut down here. Windswept suggests arrival by helicopter. Out of place, tone indicates confusion. Lost, snooping, not supposed to be here. Midwest accent, Kansas, central Kansas, new to the city. So he's just, you see the, dis- yeah. the detective side in him, which I thought was just brilliant. So this issue really gets to what is at the just fun core of all of the main players of, of Superman, of Lois, of Lex, Ollie, and then eventually Batman when he shows up and he's like, "Why were you talking to Dick?" Like he's he just like smashes Superman's face into the computer, and then Superman throws him up against the wall and basically tries three different gadgets in Superman's face and is like, "Oh my god, uh, I'm not gonna get out of this one." Superman <laughs> just rips off his cape and cowl and basically goes. Um, I'm trying to decide what which headline is better, Batman is real or Batman is Bruce Wayne. And it's just like so many like super gratifying just exchanges Moments, between yeah. the characters that um I think this is a really pivotal issue of 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 this storyline. It's and it's right in the middle of of the storyline where mm. he's basically I think about to accept he should be Superman and the remaining three issues will be some pretty big stuff. Like, he's already kind of promised... Max Landis has promised, like, one of the biggest epic, like, clashes in the, the seventh one. And I don't know if it's with Doomsday or who it is, but uh, I'm excited to see it. With <laughs> himself. With the, the anti-Superman. Bizarro. <laughs> um, that could be. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's my pick. Since I had a shared uh, Power Man and Iron Fist with Eddie, those are the picks those of the week. Those are our picks. All right. So, uh, thank you very much for listening to Meltcast 3.0. This is Derek. This is Aristotle. This is Eddie. And we will talk to you guys next week. <laughs>
Hey, thanks for picking us up. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're at Meltcast. We occasionally tweet some things. And while you're at it, follow at Meltdown Comics. They're awesome, and you can keep up with all of their sales and events that happen every day.